parent. Seriously. All right, you ready to get this started, everyone? Yeah. Oh, any any uh, any uh, stipulate like any? Okay. Well, just tell me if I go in here in an area that you don't like, you just say shut up. I'll just say shut up, That's you. Perfect. That's it. Perfect. That's perfect. Shut up, you. <laughs> here we go. Here Except we can't say shut up in our household. That's one of the bad words. I was wondering that if uh, if people have that as a uh, as a guideline in their household, uh, not no shut up, no uh, stupid. You cannot say stupid. Figured. Yeah, my youngest uh, daughter came to me one day and said, TK said the S word. He called her stupid. Yeah, that is one of the S words for yeah, sure. That's the S word. So it's Drew Garabo live. I am Drew Garabo, of course, executive producer Seth Kushner. And it is an unbelievable honor to speak to, in my opinion, if I had to rank who I would want to talk to in radio as a radio nerd since I was a kid, I would go Howard Stern. Delilah, uh, and, and uh, I hope no, you don't no, mind no, me. No, 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 that's no, no, no. You need true. to flip that. You really <laughs> need to flip that. Because if, if Howard were here, he would just be so rude. Well, and yeah. I'm actually going to be nice. Okay, good. I, and I, But I hope you'll be yourself as well, because I've really been dying for this moment. I want to hear you be myself. I don't know what you're talking about. Did yeah. you tell her about Drew Lila? Uh, she's heard about Drew Lila, yeah. Everybody has told me about Drew Lila. Oh. And I want to know, where the heck is the long blonde hair? Uh, oh, well, and you're not wearing a miniskirt. No. I, but uh, I am. Underneath this, I am. Uh, and and. <laughs> I don't commit to the character to that level, but I'll tell you how it got started, and and I hope you'll take this as a uh, as a compliment. I did nights in Orlando on their FM talk station, and we used to be way back in the day of ratings diaries. So when I would be number two every single book, I'm looking at Magic 107.7, and I'm going, how am I getting my ass kicked by this? What's by going happy love yeah, songs, right? So I so I'm like, uh, all right, let me check out the competition here, and I hear this wonderfully inspirational woman connecting with her listeners in a way that I couldn't even dream of even if I wanted to, which at the time I did not want to, and I don't think I still do. Uh, and I'm like, man, this is unbelievable. This is lightning in a bottle. I got to do this. So I, I did Thus my... was born Drew Lila. Drew Lila. <laughs> Thank you very much for your phone call. Do you and... know who, do you want to know who sings my Delilah? Hmm. Yes, I do want to know. I was going to make a guess, but I don't want to insult whoever did it. My daughter, Shayla. No way. Yes way. Good thing you didn't insult her. <laughs> Man, that's right. I mean, wow. oh. <laughs> You have no idea what it's like to get your butt kicked with a size 11 shoe. 11? 11, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a sizable foot you've got that there. That is a sizable foot, yeah. All the better to kick you with, and I assume. And it's all the better to kick you with, my dear. Now, you are you and I share similar passion for the special needs community. Uh, my nephew has Down syndrome, and I became an advocate. And probably I attack it in a little bit of a different way than you do, because I fiercely attack and verbally disembowel those who use the R word and those who try to make special needs people feel less than, whereas you use your position of mighty influence to actually do good for the world. So I commend you for that. And <laughs> we, we certainly travel different paths. We, you know, we have charities and stuff like that. Seth is uh, with Apple a day where we get, uh, we get iPads for kids going through chemo, but you have devoted your life to making a difference and, and shaping the world around you. That is amazing. Well, first off, in regards to the R word, yes. um, for those that are a little older than you, that was the word that was used. In our school system, that was the word that was used. And you can't disembowel somebody for using a word that they were taught from infancy mm. because that's the word that they were taught. Okay. All and right. it's like my parents and my grandparents were taught the N word. Right. That was the only word that was used. So to disembowel somebody for using a vernacular that they learned really leaves their guts all over the place, yeah, but they're not oh. any more educated. Oh, so I'm supposed to educate as well as disembowel. 
Well, let's try the education first. And then disavow. And then if that doesn't work. Well, here's what happened yesterday. Somebody used the R word on Twitter and Drew told her to never listen to the show again. So that's normally how he goes about trying to help people learn. Well, I see. I see how that works. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me explain something. You're right in that, that that people were raised in an environment where that word is okay. But if you know my feelings on that word and you've been a fan of mine for five years and you know my nephew because I talk about him all the time, and then you choose to use that word, is that not a bit different than being raised that that word is okay? Uh, well, it depends because like in some households, in my household mm-hmm. growing up, right, the N-word was all I heard. Oh, my. And when I left home and married an African-American, mm-hmm. I was disowned. Oh. And until the day my parents died, the N-word was used. Goodness. In relation to myself and my own children. Wow. Um, so to try to get somebody to rethink what they have been taught their whole life is really hard to do. True. Unless you do it with love. Oh, man, doing it with love is the hard part for it me. It is the hard how part. Do I, how do I get in touch with that love Drew, in my heart? How? Um, You look at your nephew okay. and you say, I want oh. the world to be a better place for you. Right. And what I'm doing probably isn't going to make the world a better place for you. It's probably going to turn to be divisive. Okay. And when there's division right now in politics, Ugh. everything is divisive and division. Sure. And everybody is hating. Yep. You don't want to be a hater. I want to be a lover. If you share something in love instead of shove, people are much likely to receive it. Write that down. I'm writing love is greater than shove. It That's is. That's my first Delilah note. I'm going to put a Delilah. When you share something in love instead of shove, it people will receive it. <sighs> but when you beat people up or you insult them or you tell them they're stupid or whatever it is, they're not going to receive it. They're just going to hate you. Yes. And become more uh, grounded and stubborn in their hatred. <sighs> so to fight through their obstinate... Foolishness. Yes, thank you. Ignorance. I was looking, yes, all of that. I should try love over shove. You should. Oh, so that's tough. Yeah, I don't know Give if you. Yeah. So, so hold on, hold on. Here's here's what this. I'm this, living a lie. This is my mantra. I'm about to give you my life mantra. Oh, thank you. It is better to be effective than to be right. Oh, but being right is everything. Mm. No, it's not. Because you can be right and you can be dead right. But yeah. But you're still right, right? Yeah, but you're dead oh. right. Our whole show is about you being right for four hours. Now we're going to have to change everything. I know. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> I've, I've been this path of having to be right my entire life. And, you're taking just, my career and flushing it down the toilet. But here's here's the thing. If you can learn to be your jerky, obnoxious self. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. With love. Oh. You will be so successful. Okay. All right. So tap into the love. I mean, look at Will Smith. He can be so jerky and so obnoxious, but he does it with so much love. You can't help but love him. I do. I I do love him. Yes. But he's jerky and he's obnoxious. Right. And he's funny with love. Man, this is uh, fundamentally attacking everything I've been in my broadcasting career since 1994. This could be the next level for me, or this could be the path or for me just getting the hell out of this stupid business. But for your nephew. Yes, for him, for you Will. You want to be effective. Yes, I do. And you want to eradicate the R word yes. in our dialect, in our lingua. That's in the our, ultimate goal. Our, that is the ultimate. Well, actually, no, because words are just words. True. You know, if you, 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 there's lots of words I use off the air that I don't use on the air. Me too. And words are words. It's it's the attitude that you want to change, not the dialect. Okay. It's the attitude. 
It's right. the attitude that having a unique characteristic is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to be autistic. It's True. not a bad thing for my daughter who is HIV positive to be HIV positive. It's a condition that was visited upon her, no choice of her own. My son that that passed away was on the autistic spectrum. No, nothing that he did invited that into his life. Right. It was visited upon him, but it's not a bad thing. So what we want to do is we want to change the attitude of society from looking at people that are unique. Mm -hmm. I don't even like calling them disabilities right. because I'm ADHD, you're ADHD, Hell obviously, yeah. and that's our ability. That is our ability that allows you to run the board, talk on the microphone, answer a phone call, get your commercials lined up. That is a gift, yes. not a disability. It is what enables you to be who you are and to be successful at who you are. So what we want to do is we want to change society's relationship with people who are unique or special. To get them to stop thinking of the R word or even the disability word and start having them to look at kids and say, oh, my God, you are so precious. You are so awesome. Every child I know that has Downs uh, is so Amazing. sweet. Yep. The sweetest. I mean, some some religions believe kids with Downs are angels yep. that are visiting Earth because they are so sweet yep. and so kind. And they always look for the good in people. Right. So if we can get society to start embracing uniqueness, whatever that looks like, embracing uniqueness in racial differences, mm -hmm. embracing uniqueness in your DNA differences, embracing uniqueness in your sexual orientation differences, whatever that is. Right. Embrace it instead of look down upon it. And honestly, the reason we look down upon it is to make ourselves feel better. True that. If we elevate ourselves and look down on somebody else, consider somebody else less than, then we consider ourselves more than. When we can instead embrace people and go, having you in my life makes my life better. Having this in my life makes my life better. So we want to change the relationships, not the lingo. Man, what a workshop this has been. I just, it started off as an interview, and it turned into a life-changing moment for Drew R. Garabo. You could have a stamp on the rest of my entire career. I hope so. Oh, my goodness. I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we're finished. I never knew who I was, so I think but, we're good. But you can be jerky. Yes. I am such a jerk. You what? have no idea you? what a jerk my producers and I are to each other. I mean, we are jerks to the nth level. We... We play the most horrible jokes on each other. Oh, oh! I didn't know if you yelled at your producer and you made him leave the studio or anything. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no. Oh. My producer's oh. because I have a split head, so I'm hearing the caller in one ear and my producer in the other. Oh. And my producer will say things like, aluminum siding. That means I have to work the word aluminum siding into the conversation oh, with oh, my colleagues. Oh, that's a fun game. Oh, yeah. You should, you should hear the things they come up with. Oh. <laughs> kitty litter. Oh, that'd be, that'd be a, a buzzkill for me. There's no way I could work in kitty litter to someone pouring their heart out about why their wife left them with the four kids exactly, and the trailer and all that. Exactly. I but I if I lose, I have to buy them lunch. Oh, yeah. Who likes yeah. to buy lunch? Exactly. Nobody. Because my producers, we're all we all love food. We love food. We're the ones that steal the pizza 
off the conference table in the radio station. Oh, man. <laughs> see, again, we're, see, I'm the one who protects it because in the radio business, all of the sales and marketing people and everybody who's not on the radio, they want to attack the, fir- the food before the important people with the microphone. So I'm vigilant. I'm the important Rosa Parks. people with the microphone. Translate that to those of us that go on the air begging for food That's to right. be delivered. Yes, with a sphere of influence that yes. cannot be denied. Yes, we say, gosh, I'm hungry. I yep. wish there were a pizza parlor within five miles yeah. that would deliver free pizza to me right now. Best thing in radio. Yeah, yeah. No, backstage passes, best That's thing. Also good. Best thing. Who's in your radio. ultimate backstage pass? Like, if you, like, what's the one that you've had, and then what would be the one that you would want, Delilah? Uh, probably, I don't know, meeting Mariah Carey was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, that wasn't a backstage pass. Her plane was late, so she invited us to her hotel suite, and my 16 year old son got a kiss from Mariah Carey. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That is pretty neat. That is pretty cool. Who have you wanted to meet that you haven't gotten to meet with your illustrious and very successful career? Um, Phil Collins. I've met Phil Collins. You have because he's a he, he likes the worst music. Not from the only 80s. do I like Phil, Ugh. love Phil Collins. His son came to my farm and performed, and he's almost as talented as his dad. How cool is that? Not yeah. cool. No, I, Phil Collins because I love eighties music, but I'm a new wave nerd like the Smiths, the Cure, Depeche Mode, all that stuff. And yeah, you're so cool. Oh, the, and he likes all the <laughs> cheese of the. I, 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 I sense you're being sarcastic. Uh, he likes I the cheese, the Wang Chungs, the 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 Phil Collins. I bet Phil the, Collins. You've played a lot of Phil Collins over the years to help people out who have had problems. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Phil heals everything, Drew. Oh, yeah. yeah Susudio really speaks to me. <laughs> Journey heals everything. Actually. Journey does heal everything. Journey Thank you. Journey heals everything. I have had a theory for a long time that they are so underrated and appreciated. Wheel in the Sky keeps on turning. They teach us so much with their songs. So now I come to you with open arms. Open arms. Open arms. Uh, oh, if, faithfully? If, if we just played Journey over and over and over, like, if you guys just dedicated your show to Journey yeah. for like a week, right? Uh, everybody would be healed. Okay. Nobody would use the R word. Next week is Journey Week on Drew Garabo Live. It's all Journey, an original Journey, not that fake Filipino karaoke Journey yeah, that's no, playing. No, no, right. no, we need the real stuff. Although if you do close your eyes in concert, you're like, oh my God, Steve Perry is back with the band. And then you open your eyes and go, what in the hell is going on here? That yeah. kid's, a, but he's amazing, But Arnell. he's amazing. Incredible. And he's funnier than Hack. He is. He's one of those yep. jerky, funny kind of guys. I, I, yeah. I like to emulate that. Mine's the funny. Yes, uh, Seth? Do you want to do some Drew Lila in no, front of Delilah? Because no. I've got a problem. I could be the caller and you could, oh. you know, you could be Drew Lila if you're up for okay, it. Okay, let's, let's see it. Hit, hit, hit him with your best shot. Yeah, Drew Lila. Now I don't even feel comfortable doing that because it's her daughter singing the song. I feel like I'm mocking her family. Drew Lila. Oh, let's go over to Seth online too. Hi, Seth. How are you tonight? Hi, Drew Lila. I have a, I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son, he's 14 mm-hmm. and um, he got a girlfriend mm-hmm. and he just doesn't want to hang out with me anymore mm. he thinks i'm just a big stupid dork mm-hmm. and he's at our house for hours i'll tell you what i've heard enough let's play cats in the cradle by harry chapin just for you and your son who no longer needs nor loves we you. used to be best buddies and yeah. now i feel like he's hanging out at her house he morty he, he we he used to think i was cool and now i don't know what the rest of my life is gonna hold if my son is turning his back on me how can you help me drew lila dear dad it's time to wake up and smell the coffee he doesn't need you anymore he found a girl and if you were there were a mother in the picture then you probably would be doing a better job by the way, I need to say this. He's talking about me. That's my <laughs> that's my life. That's I have a 14-year-old son who has his first girlfriend, and I have I, I have him all the time. Like uh, his mom's in the picture, but not whatever. I have him all the time, and I have for so like the last the three years. Parent, that's me. I am the custodial guy. And all of a sudden, he's not there at night because he's having dinner at his girlfriend's house. So, so Delilah, actually, he, he's making out at his girlfriend's house. He's what? He's making out. Big time. He's, but making out means something different than kissing now, right? That just means like hanging out and playing video games. No, no, he's doesn't. making out. He's making out. He's yeah. he's he's, he's, he's tongue kissing out. another girl. He is mouth. big time. Oh, big time. 
You're going to be a grandfather. You, Delilah, he came. No, what? No, oh, no, 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 no. No, sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Disconnect me. He's going to have the conversation with his son, so that doesn't happen. Okay, I have many times. And I've shown him the things he needs to know, like how to please a woman and all that stuff. No, 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 no. And I'm sorry for my hand motion. That was a little offensive. Here's the deal. He came to me about two months ago because I would sit in bed with him and I would just like, we'd talk about stuff because I used to read him The Giving Tree every night when he was a little kid. And we established a tradition of every night. We just talk about his life, my life, world events, whatever. Yeah, now he doesn't talk at all. Right. Now he's he's texting her. No, you're exactly right. Delilah, he came to me and he goes, hey, dad, you know what? You don't really need to uh, to sit in my bed yeah, anymore no, with me when I go no. to bed. Because like, I'm talking to my girlfriend. We're FaceTiming. You don't want to know this. Yeah. Well, you were kind of tucking yourself into bed with him. You were lying with him for a couple of hours, and he said, hey, Dad, listen, I'm not comfortable with this anymore. Well, I mean, he's only 14. Who knows? The boogeyman could come get him, and I, and I need to be there just in case, Delilah. I mean, I, I'm an involved father. Okay, I'm going to share something with you guys that Please. we probably shouldn't, but, oh. you know, I lost a son a few months ago, and two days before he made that choice, he tap, tap, tapped on my door, three, four o'clock in the morning. And he came in the room and he picked up our dog and he put the dog on the bed and he climbed up on top of the sheets and pulled my arm over his shoulders and I got to snuggle him. And I'm so glad I had that time with him. So if he says, dad, come sit down or tap, tap, taps on the door, do not, do not turn away that opportunity. Never. I won't, and I'm so sorry to go through that. That's um, that's unbelievable. But he was 14 a few years ago, and yeah, they start discovering oh, girls. Oh, oh, boy, giddy! And I don't like th- it. From then on, it was a parade of pink hair and purple hair. Yes, she's got purple hair. <laughs> yeah, of course she does. And she watches anime. Yes. yes. He draws her anime. Yes. He sits there and he draws her he stupid draws anime. Stupid he doesn't draw me anime. <laughs> no. Delilah, do you go through cell phones like Drew does? Do I? Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. Yeah, okay. right, right. I'm not a bad guy because when he's in the shower, I'm going, all right, let's see what Oh, no, I say hand it over, open okay. it up, give uh, it to me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, for some reason, they're foolish enough not to delete everything. Exactly. <laughs> like Dummies. I do. <laughs> and uh, you have to do that. Right. You have to do that. Thank you. Thank you. You made yeah. me feel a lot. I just did it this morning. Now, do I address the fact that he sent her a shot of him? He's wearing pants. Oh, no. He's wearing pants. He's but showing off the we, six pack. We just got to the gym, from the gym last night, and he was oh, feeling yeah. real good about the ab crunches the we ab did. Crunch. And he's like, check this out. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I know no. it's down below those pants. Oh, yeah. You keep that there. Yeah. So should I say something like, hey, don't be sending your, your abdomen to girls? Because his no, dad because certainly never did that. No, because whatever you say is not going to matter. Oh. And plus, you're notorious for doing that. So, why, you know, <laughs> he's your son. It's just what grabos do. Not notorious <laughs> for anything at all. But thank you for pointing that out. Uh, Delilah is here with us. We are talking about radio, her career. Where, did, where were you born and where are you from? I, did, I, I tried to do all this background search on you, but it would have cost me money. And I said, I'll just ask her. I'll just, I'll just ask her herself. Oh, for goodness sakes, it's a buck ninety nine. I don't have that kind of money. I'm not making like the lot of money. I haven't Googled everybody and then done the background check on them. I have a lot of young adults in my life. I background check everything. 13. 13 children, 10 of them adopted. Is that true? Well, I'm adopting number 14. Ooh. So, yeah, 11, it'll soon be 11 of them adopted. You're amazing. To, to have that kind of compassion to want to take lives in, make those lives better, and then spread what you do to the world, that is a gift, and, and, and you are so fortunate to be in the position that you are to be able to, uh, to do that. It's amazing. It truly is. There, there's an old book that says, to whom much is given, much is expected. I don't know anybody who's been as blessed in their career as I have, and... I wasn't blessed with all the resources that I have just to, you know, waste it. 
And so I believe that that our job on earth is to love as many people as we can and to impact as many lives as we can while we're here, whether that's 18 years like my son was or 80 years. I want to use the resources that I have to impact lives for good and with half a million kids in America in foster care and less than 5% will ever have a forever family, those those numbers are not okay with me. They shouldn't be okay with anybody. Right. It should not be okay with anyone to know that half a million kids will age out of our foster care system and 80% of the boys will end up incarcerated. That's not okay. Not okay. Not no. on my watch. Right. So you're doing something about it. You're not one of those talk about it people. You're one of those be about it people. I really don't like those talk about it people. They just talk about it. They just talk about it. They don't they, be about people it. People who want to post crap on social media or go to stupid protest where they're protesting because you don't think like they do or blah, blah, blah. That's That doesn't change the world. It just makes you look foolish. And it, and it creates animosity and division. Right. I'm not about division. I'm sick of division. Right. I, I want to be about building bridges. And when you are in a position like you're in and you have a microphone and you have resources to use those resources to make your nephew's life a better life. Right. To bond with your son and have custody of your son. To do the things you're doing, although you're pretending to be an, a jerk. Pretending? It's a, a single dad who reads The Giving Tree to his son is a really hell of a nice guy. Don't you let that get out, lady. <laughs> That's just five minutes of the day, though. <laughs> What's he doing on Snapchat the other 23 hours? How many bikes did we raise for Drew Stays Christmas this past year? 600? Yes. Thank you. Very See, little. Thank that's you. That's making a difference. Mm-hmm. Well, that is you. making the difference. And so when I found out the statistics of foster kids in America, I said, I got to do something about this. So I founded an organization called Point Hope, and we speak on behalf of foster kids. Most foster kids age out of the system at 18. In 11 states in the nation, they have some services until they're 21, but very few. And so could you imagine your son at 18 years old being kicked out of your house and saying, no, no, no job in the oh. future, no job oh. training, no education, no insurance. Where is he going to go? I don't know. To the streets. Oh. They go to the streets and then they go to drugs and then they go break into houses and then they go to prison. Right. And so we need to bring awareness to that situation to change the world for good. And you're doing that. And I know that Craig is going to hit me with a baseball bat if I don't let you get out of here shortly. And I appreciate you not doing that yet, Craig. Uh, but before before we do this now, I know that, uh, look, I, my second marriage went and I'm not going to, there won't so be a third. So my second. Right. See? So, and, and my third. <laughs> see? And, and for me, I'm saying there won't be a third, but I know myself very well and I fall in yeah, love way too quickly. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, so so how, how at 48 years old, how in the world do I find that special someone doing what we do for a living? How do I do it? You've, you've done it multiple well, times. Well, first off, you don't date your listeners. Okay, all right. Rule first, number one. First, Who am I Drew, supposed to date? First. Now, he's got the Facebook. He's got Twitter. He's got Snapchat. Instagram, Snapchat. He uh, The listeners have a lot of access to Drew, and, and yeah. he likes that. Yeah, you do. And they're so pretty, and they're so oh, hot. And young, too. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. disgusting. Who yeah. would do something like that? Yeah. But, uh, but <laughs> So where is she? Like, how do, I, how do I find someone to like me for me? You do what you do, and you get involved with something you're passionate about, like okay. kids with special needs. Yes. And you meet somebody in that realm who is as passionate as you are about whatever that thing is. Because then it's not just, wow, you're hot. It's, wow, you're really nice and you care deeply. Okay. Because when you go, wow, you're hot, 
Not a real good foundation no? to begin a relationship. Yeah, right. What about send pics? That's not a good way to start a relationship no, no, either. Send is it? pics is not a good no, not a good start. It's working so far, or has it really? Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, so when you find somebody that has the same joy, zeal, zeal, I love that word, passion, excitement for the things that matter to you. Me, I matter to me. So I should find someone with all that zeal towards me. No. Oh. No, because then you're a narcissistic yeah, jerk. Right. Oh. And <laughs> that's not going to last. Oh, yeah, no. So, whatever what <laughs> Wow, you need to, you need to right. call my show a lot. <laughs> I have uh, under assumed names through the years. I've been, I've been Phil from Dubuque. Uh-huh, I've been Jerry uh-huh. from Santa Fe. I've been Billy from Albany here. Another problem, Delilah. <laughs> Listen, thank you very much for being here. Amazing, you truly are. Uh, people who use their position to advance good and love in the world are unbelievable, and you're one of those. You're doing it like nobody ever has, and you're a role model. Yeah, whether you like it or not, I look up to you as a role model. And uh, what you have said here is resonating with me now. It's going to resonate with me when I listen to this repeatedly before I go to bed at night so I yeah. can change myself so and make a better person. So then tomorrow you're not such a, yeah. Right. Just, you know, disembowel people off the air. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've been doing the opposite. Off the air, I'm kind of a sweetheart, but on the air, I've had this in-your-face confrontational pugilistic mentality. You're saying flip those. Yeah. Be a dick off the air. Yeah. And then on the air, advance love over yeah. shove. Exactly, because... What, like I said, what you really want to do is be effective. Right. And high ratings are great. Yeah. But ratings only last one rating period. And now we're in a rating a period, you know, round the clock. We got weeklies coming out. Ugh. And so my Christmas music is going to kill you no matter what. She's right. She's you know right. what I'm saying? All I have to do is place Grandma Got Run over by a reindeer. reindeer. I knew she was going to yeah. say that. Yeah, and there yeah. you go. She'd been drinking too much. Oh, hey, what was that guy talking about on the radio? About special <laughs> Exactly. So what you really want to do is be effective. When it's all said and done, you're not going to take anything that you have earned materialistically with you. Right. You know, when you go in the box, you go in the box. There's nothing going in there with you. Mm -mm. And so while you're here, instead of thinking success in ratings or thinking success in, in whatever success looks like, think, how can I impact the world for good? Okay. It's better to leave... A legacy than an inheritance. Oof. And so your legacy you want to leave, from what I'm hearing, is that your nephew will be treated with dignity and respect. Yes. Not special, you know, nothing. Dignity and respect. Correct. I have adopted, as you said, many children, and I've given birth to three. None of my children look like me. I'm very Caucasian. They're not. You are pretty white. <laughs> I'm very white, yeah. So my biological children, one of them is black, and the other two are Hispanic, their fathers. So, and then the 11 I'm adopting are all African-American, well, African, actually, and African-American. Anyway, enough that. <laughs> but when, I, when they leave the house, I don't want them to go into the workforce and make 80 cents on my dollar. I don't want them to have to keep their hands on the wheel for fear they're going to be shot. I want the world to change because I love my children fiercely. And I want them to have a better life, a better world. So I use that as my motivating drive to make the world a better place for them. Wow. All right. Because all the screaming and the rhetoric and the, you know, black versus white, blacks versus cops. My son is black. He's a cop. So... I want him to be safe, whether he's 
on duty or off duty, I want him to be safe. Right. And I can't follow him around with bubble wrap like I would like to. Sure. I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to be in the car with him. Oh, yeah. I want to yell at the bad guys. Don't hurt my son. Right. I can't. But I can use this microphone to impart upon people that you need to change your thinking. You need to look at things in a different light. You need to stop fighting and start embracing. I've been doing this all wrong. I've been doing this entire radio thing all but wrong. But you can still be a jerk. Thank you. You're you're afraid of giving up your inner jerk. I am. I'm terrified. You cannot terrified. ever give up your inner jerk. Okay, that that is what I needed to hear. Thank you. Now God I can get down with what slugs, you're saying. God made slugs, okay? Yes, right. It's okay. And I am the salt that will pour on top of exactly. those slugs and kill them Thank all you. with my love. Thank you. I'll kill them with love. I'm killing <laughs> slugs with love. And that's Delilah. And thank you so much for being here. You're incredible. You that's really are. True. You're unreal. And, uh, Thanks, Seth. <sighs> yeah. See ya. <laughs> He's not going to change. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.